Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Discount Property Investor. And today I have an amazing guest, Carl Fisher. Carl is with Camaplan and Camaplan.com. But additionally, Carl has been investing in real estate for over 40 years. And I'm really excited to be bringing uh, Carl on today because Camaplan is a self-directed IRA company that helps you avoid paying taxes, defer, deter, avoid, however you want to look at it. And Carl's the man. He's the pro. So Carl, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Dave. How about yourself? Awesome. I'm doing amazing. What a great day it is today. I get to network with you. I get to spread some value to the audience. And I and the audience, we both, we get to learn about self-directed IRAs. You're the master at this. You're the pro. You're a real estate investor, as well as a principal over at Camaplan. And I'm really just excited to dive into you to learn more about what a self-directed IRA is, why you'd want one, how you can utilize it. Is it for young people? Is it for old people? Is it for men? Is it for women? Does it matter? So I'm just really, really excited to learn more, Carl. This is great. <clears throat> Thanks a lot. Just keep firing the questions out there. But uh, yeah, it's for, in my opinion, it's for every uh, real estate investor that's out there. Uh, okay. I, think they all, I think they all find value in it. Uh, as you said, I was a real estate investor for over 40 years. My mom and my grandparents were in it on both both sides of the family. So what I, when I learned about this, I found out that instead of buying stocks and bonds, uh, in my IRA, I could actually buy a property or lend money uh, to someone to buy a property uh, and hold the mortgage on it. Uh, and you can do other things like buy into private placements and uh, precious metals and stuff like that with the self-directed IRA. You find the deals. We don't find them for you. So if you're into residential homes, single families, you go find those. If you're into multifamilies, you find them. We don't have them. We just do the do the paperwork so that your IRA or 401k or health savings plan can buy the house or lend money on it and become a private bank. So when I found that out and I looked at it, I said, well, if I buy this property, all the rent comes into me tax-free, my taxes are easier, and I don't have to pay you know, the recapture of depreciation. And I don't have to pay long-term capital gains when I sell the property. Are you and able to use depreciation? If you have a loan on the property, you're allowed to use it. If you don't have a loan on the property, then you're not. Okay, okay. got it. But if you do have a loan on the property and you're not having to pay tax on the income and you can depreciate it and you don't have to recapture that appreciation, that is that in, in itself is amazing. Right. Well, you know, as you, as you get up there and your income tax rate goes up and up, it's better and better for you. 
Yeah. Well, here, Carl, let's do this. If you don't mind, let's, let's, let's take a step back here for all the people that are listening here. Let's just first talk about what an IRA is just, you know, high level one-on-one. We're not, we don't have to do a deep dive by any means, not the self-directed per se, just, just an IRA. Let's start with that. What is an IRA? An IRA is an individual retirement account that you can put money into, and they have some that are for individuals and some that are for businesses. And what it is, is it's a mechanism that the government put in place um, in the late 60s to help people save for their retirement because Social Security and Medicare, uh, they didn't think was going to be enough. So they said, if you start saving money uh, and put money away, we're going to give you a break and we're not going to charge you taxes on that money until you take it out. So you'd be able to put money away, let that money grow until you're, you know, retirement age, you know, 60 years old, and then you could take that money out. Now, in uh, the late 90s, 1998, they came up with a Roth IRA that said, well, if you pay the taxes now and put that money in, when you take it out, everything you earn plus that money will be be tax-free, and you just take it out and, and you get to keep, you know, 100000 if that's what you pulled out this year. Where if you put it in a traditional IRA, they would tax you at, you know, 20, 30, 40%. So if you pulled out 100, you'd only get 70,000 plus or minus, depending on what your tax rate is. Okay. Interesting. Is that pretty clear? No, that's it's very different. clear. So that's what the IRA is. Now, what is self directed IRA? What does that mean? Self directed is a name that has been tagged to people like myself. Uh, that allows you, you know, most people take their IRAs and their 401ks and they put them in stocks and bonds, right? And what we do is we allow people to, quote, self-direct into alternative assets, such as real estate, notes, uh, mortgages, et cetera. Precious so, metals, could be crypto, yep. could be lending yep. to, you know, a third party or something like that. Now, when you're self-directing, though, there there has to be arm's length, right? You can't lend it to your spouse or yourself or your business, right? Yeah. yeah, What you're talking about is disqualified people, yourself, any of your businesses, your spouse, your kids, your, your, uh, uh, but it could be, but it could easily be a friend. It could easily be a friend. It can be a a brother. It can be a cousin. It can be an aunt. It's not the immediate family, just not the immediate family and not any of your fiduciaries. Uh, so why would somebody want self-directed versus, and this is, I know the answer obviously, but I'm just wanting to make sure the audience here is, is aware, you know, why would somebody want self-directed? I, I guess a, it probably gives them a lot more options and B, it gives them a lot more control, right? What am I missing here? That's the, that's the two main ones. The other one is it adds diversity mm. to your portfolio, right? I'm, I'm not saying you can't have stocks and bonds, but uh, you know, like I said, you know, my DNA has real estate in it. Uh, I'm not good at stocks or bonds. I was up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, 25 years ago, and I bought some of that, you know, red, green, yellow software that you could buy stocks and bonds with. And, and you know, it didn't help me. I, I felt like I could do blackjack in uh, <laughs> just as efficiently. Right. Yeah, I love exactly. It. So, so when you're self-directing, you get more options, you get more control, you know, really when you have an IRA or a 401k and it's through, let's say your employer, 
right? <sighs> you have very few options, right? You, 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 you basically get to pick your risk tolerance and they typically give you maybe somewhere between three and five options there. And then they do all the work for you, which, you know, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but you have, you have very, very little control. You have very, very little options. Again, maybe three to five, right? Yeah. And when you do have the self-directed IRA, um, I believe, and again, you're the pro here, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's, there's multiple different types, right? There's, there's IRAs, there's self-directed IRAs where, you know, the, the individual, the client, um, can actually have checkbook control, or there's the option where the the you know the fiduciary, which in this case would be you and or Camel Plan, um, can actually help place those those funds at your discretion. Right? Am I am I right on that? Well, yeah, I, we don't recommend the checkbook IRA because the IRS has pretty much targeted them for the past decade, so we don't recommend that. We do have clients that still use it and they have control of that. But even, uh, you know, I don't even use the word fiduciary because you could have a checkbook IRA and then go buy the house next door to you, or you could not have a checkbook LLC IRA and then just tell Camera Plan, hey, I'm buying the house next door, and then we sign for the IRA. Um, or if it's a building downtown, right, or if it's farmland, um, you know, out west. So it just depends on what people feel good with and where they think it is. If it's self-storage, if it's, you know, commercial, residential. Uh, so all of those things come into it, but you get to pick what's good. And a lot of people feel that buying certain properties and spreading it to different classes is more diversification in the real estate world, because I do very little in the stock market. I'll tell you that right now. And when you're talking about those IRAs, there's, you know, company IRAs where you can put up to $60,000 in them. Personal IRAs, you're allowed to put six or 7,000 in them based on how old you are. The older you are, the more you get to put in. And how um, much money you've, how much income you've created that year too. Isn't there limits on, <clears throat> on like the Roth per se? Uh, sometimes there is, yes, there is limits on the Roth. Um, and there's a you make too much money. They don't even let you contribute some of the time. <clears throat> Correct. But you can always contribute to a traditional IRA. It won't and always roll it be, over. Yeah. And it won't always be deductible, but then you can convert it to a, to a Roth. And nice. that's what a lot so there's of always loopholes here. That's the, I mean, that's the thing about the tax code is there's like 75,000 roughly pages of tax code in the federal IRS tax code. And there's only like two or three pages that tell you when, where, and how to pay. The rest of it is just ways to avoid, deter. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, so I, mean, is, I mean, yeah, they don't ever really cut stuff. They just keep adding to it. You know, they keep adding to it. It's amazing how, how complex, I mean, you, it's just, it's just crazy. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, that, but anyway, that, these self-directed IRAs are so powerful because again, it gives you more control and it gives you more options. Um, it helps you pay less in taxes. It helps you build wealth. Yeah, and, it, it, uh, it makes your returns on the property, um, you know, a lot better when you don't have to pay taxes on it. And I mean, one of the things that, that I liked about it is, um, you know, with my properties, I lower the price because I want the best tenants. So I'll probably take a little bit less on rent than in the neighborhood 
um, because I want the best tenant. And when you have a lower rent, you can do that, but I don't pay any taxes on it. So, uh, you know, it's great. So th there are other, you know, what I'll call side benefits to it, as well as just increasing your net worth. Man, that's amazing. And you've been investing in real estate for 40 years. Do, do, do the majority of your uh, clients, do they use the self-directed IRA for real estate related activities? I know, obviously, it's going to depend on the person, but is that what you're typically seeing or? Well, yeah, I think they, they identify a lot of times with some of the founders there. And obviously, when I talk and travel and, and discuss this with people, I connect with a lot of real estate investors. So a third of our people will actually invest in real real estate. You know, and that's whether they're going to wholesale or they're going to do a subject to, you know, because we're talking about discounted properties, um, you know, and sometimes they'll flip or do, do a quick assignment of a contract, et cetera, even before the property's uh, bought. So yeah, uh, about 30% by actual real estate, about 30% will do loans on real estate. Uh, and then there's another 30% of those people will, um, get into private placements or funds or LLPs sure. and 50%. And those are typically real estate PPMs and anyway, ex private yeah. placements. So, right. so you're saying 90% yeah. of people that you're working with are some way, shape or form doing something with real estate. They're either buying it, they're, they're mm -hmm. lending on, on it or for it, or they're buying into some sort of private placement PPM to get a small slice of a big pie. Sure. You sure. There's a lot of busy people, right? Dentists and doctors and mailmen are out, out all day and they can't do the private lending. So they might get in a private lending fund or they might get into a multi-unit commercial apartment building, um, you know, through a fund or through an LLC. I mean, it's amazing that, uh, that it's that high, but I mean, but that's the whole purpose though, is, is because anybody that has a 401k or an IRA, regardless if it's, uh, you know, through your your employer or not, you're just so limited. You're just so limited in in real estate, lending, private placement. Those aren't those three options aren't options. Well, typical IRA or four hundred one k that's not self directed. Am I right? You're right, but there are some companies that will give people that option. You know, they'll have what the company has, like Schwab or Vanguard, but then they'll say you can also use. Um, you know, camera plan as a self-directed IRA company, but you know, you're on your own and some will pick up our fees and some will, uh, um, you know, say, say to the client, you have to pay the fees there. So it depends. It. So Carl, let me ask you this. I got a couple questions and these are going to be, you know, personal questions for the most part. So I'm a full-time real estate investor. I've been investing for about 18 years, but I've been full-time for eight and my business does a lot of wholesaling. We do a lot of rental purchase and we use the Burr method to buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. So we can acquire assets with little to no money. We also do a couple fix and flips from time to time. We usually have one or two going at any given time. And then we'll do a little bit of creative here and there. So the question is, is that my full-time job and gig and, and business is real estate related. So if I wanted to do, you know, let's say a wholesale deal and I wanted to do it in my Roth self-directed IRA, self-directed Roth IRA, you know, am I breaking any rules or laws or anything like that by, by doing, a, doing one or two or a couple in that 
Because again, that is my business, right? Isn't this really designed more so for, for people that aren't doing that as a business to just have it as a, because it's supposed to be passive, isn't it? It's supposed to be passive. It's supposed to be, you know, a long-term investment uh, when they're doing it. But a wholesale assignment is not long-term. No, you're right. That's not passive either, in my opinion. You got to make sure all your ducks are in a row. That that's right. So in that case, it might be that you're running a business, especially, you know, depending on how many of them that you do. If you intended to hold the property as I did in, you know, like 2007, and then I put it up for rent and somebody asked me if they could buy it and they were like going to give me, I think, a hundred thousand dollars more than I bought it for, you know, in like three weeks, I said, all right, why rent it when I can get this hundred thousand? So I flipped it. But my intent going in was to hold it, and that's where where it comes in. But even if you do a business, there you can do that. There's no doubt about it. But you may have to pay a tax, and it's called unrelated business income tax. And you can discuss that with your accountant. Depending. Okay. On good to know. Good to know. So it's not. So I I've done a couple, but I've been very reluctant to do more because I don't. You know, again, I don't. I, I here's the deal. I don't know how it all operates. You obviously do. You're the man, so you'd be the guy that I would need to talk to about about you know what what sure. is black and white versus gray because I obviously don't want to be yeah. getting audited and and being that gray too yeah. too much, of course. Yeah. So. But if that's all you do, then you can see it makes it easier for the IRS to look at it. But let's say you're holding three three properties and you've held them for you know one, three, and nine years or whatever. And then one comes along and you flip it. You said, yeah, it didn't meet my criteria. I ended up flipping it. I want to have the buy and hold. Now I'm a buy and hold guy, you know, because that's just just my nature because moving property is is a job. It's a business and I want more, quote, passive. Even holding property isn't that passive, but you can get a management people to, to, to take the brunt of it. Yeah, true. true. So, okay. Yeah. And I wasn't arguing by any means. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, no, no. I was no, just I'm curious not, just because that's a, that's a personal to... question that I have because I would like to do more things in my IRA, but you know, my business buys and sells one or two houses a week on average. We've been doing that yeah. for about five years. So it's like, you know, that's my business. I, I get that if I was a doctor or, you know, a lawyer or even a trash truck driver, it's not the real estate yeah. business, right? No, but if you do that, it would be a lot less gray. Yeah, but think about that as your business and and that's earned income, I'm assuming, the way the way you're doing it. So you can actually have a 401k for your company and put sixty thousand dollars away for yourself out of that money that you could put into, you know, a, a buy and hold or or you know lend it out become a mini bank lend it to somebody you know else out there so there's a lot of options there and you're going to find other people that are in your situation and maybe what you do is you invest it into their company or you invest it into a couple of their deals um, that are there or you buy one you know that you find off the shelf in your IRA nice yeah I have a a friend here in town and uh, I think he's turning 59 this year. So he, I just saw one of his posts recently. He was all excited, but he's got between two and three million in his in his Roth self-directed IRA or self-directed Roth IRA. And um, I'm always so fascinated by that. You know, and I got a little bit of money in mine, but I don't have that much money, of course, in it. 
but I need to start utilizing it more and more. So I'm really glad that we're we're talking today because yeah. you know well, your your friend is good with a couple million, but you know last November they were talking about Peter Thiel with a couple billion. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Right. That's and, wild, and, right? And I know right. how. And I was actually I went to an, a, a real estate event a couple maybe eight ten months ago, and I I was I learned some really cool things where you can actually you know own parts of your business or the majority of your business in your, you know, self-directed IRA or Roth IRA or whatever it may be. And then, you know, you can grow it like crazy. Yeah. Two to three million is probably not as big of a deal as two to three billion. Let's be honest. <laughs> both, both are nice though. Both yeah. are nice. That is yeah. exactly right. Awesome, and I think, awesome. I think Mitt Romney, you know, he made the news when he was running for president because they went over his financials. You know, and he had, you know, something like a hundred million in his IRA. So, I mean, it's out there and you can see the big wheels are doing it. And, um, I, you know, I didn't invent it, but, you know, I'll follow it when I can find something that, you know, all the big, big dogs are doing. And, you know, prior to, uh, you know, the 1990s, 2000, self-directed IRAs were, you know, on the down low and nobody, uh, you know, you can find. Yeah, they're much more mainstream. That's that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, much you can see an mainstream. article on them now. You know, in Bloomberg or Forbes. You know, almost every other week. Right, right. Well, Carl, tell me this, man. What does it cost the average individual? And I know it may vary, obviously, depending on a lot of factors here. But you know, what does it cost the average individual to to work with Cama Plan? Let's say to you know set themselves up a self directed IRA. Um, that's a great question. The first thing is uh, it's $50 to open up an account uh, and that's all you pay. So barriers uh, to entry are tiny. Yes, very tiny. The, wow. second, the second thing is um, we ask people to open up their accounts if they're planning on doing real estate right away and then put, you know, five grand in there at a minimum so that when they come across a property, they have the down money um, to do that because getting money into it, unless it's a contribution, transferring it from another, from Schwab can take some time and just put a little bit of money in there. If you open up an account and have, you know, four or five grand in there, we don't charge you anything until you find a deal. Awesome. So, okay. And so I, is think there... I think we're the only company that does that. And the reason is, is I don't want people rushing to get a deal because a lot of our competitors will charge you, you know, 300 bucks or something uh, every year. Yeah. Rob, yeah. Something. I think I pay quarterly for a different company, but I'm really interested in maybe moving over to you guys at this point too. So it yeah. seems and like we're a lot faster too. A lot faster. Definitely have, uh, have, have this stuff figured out, which is, which is really, really cool. So what would be, um, we'd be you know, glad is, to have you. What is the, well, I appreciate that. What, what would, what, what's, what's the typical client look like? If you don't mind me asking. Well, here, here's another thing. We have two ways of charging fees and one is based on the value of your account. And the other one is based on the number of assets in your account. Oh, nice. So, so you got some options there. That's great. Yeah. So whether you, if you, you know, let's say you're in the asset category, if you buy a hundred thousand dollar house, it's going to cost you $275 a year nothing well but if you buy a million dollar house 
it's still going to cost you $275 a year. Oh, I like that. That's because cool. it doesn't, it doesn't change. Well, you have to understand that my sister and I founded this company and we're in real estate and we're investors. So we set it up so that it would work for investors. And that's one of our taglines for investors by investors. So we said, how would we like to have it run for us? And sure. that's, that's how it is. So it's, you know, but then if you need a cashier's check or an overnight, we have fees for that, but your annual fee is $275 a year. And when you buy a property and you're processing it, it's uh, about 150 bucks a year or, or each time you buy So the, the fees are tiny. I mean, these yes. are low. Yes, they're in I say they're insignificant, right? They are. I mean, that but, isn't. But, I mean, yeah. let's be honest. I spent more than that on dinner last night. Come on, man. Yeah. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People spend more on their cell phone bill. Yeah, on a cell phone bill once a month. Yeah. And that's not yeah. even, yeah, and that's not even a monthly fee. That's an annual fee. So, yeah. Wow. And, and that's the other thing, too, is we basically charge annually for this nice. stuff. but either way it's extremely extremely low well carl this has been amazing i've learned several things and we've you know this has been really really great how can people reach you is camo plan that's c-a-m-a plan p-l-a-n.com is that the best place to to connect to learn more to to yep, maybe yep. even set up an appointment to talk with you guys further about how you could work with them and help them Yep. One, you can go to that website. It's award-winning. You can learn a lot. You can watch it. Great site, by the way. You very, very the, nice and clean. You can go to the Academy and, and listen to webinars and, and podcasts. We have a podcast series. Maybe I can get you to break some time out to it. Road to Financial Freedom. Be happy uh, to. You know, we have downloadable uh, products that you can grab depending on, on, you know, what type of real estate or what type of investing you do. Like we do have people that do precious metals and our precious metals is you actually own the metal and not just an ETF. Yeah. I like that much better. Yeah. I mean, as one person said, when, uh, when you're on a sinking ship, do you want a picture of a lifeboat? Of a lifeboat or do you want the boat? A hundred percent. I never understood the whole, I guess the ETF makes sense if you're trying to move $50 million in it because that's going to be a lot of gold bars, right? But yeah. if you're just doing 20 grand, two grand, five grand, maybe even a hundred or 200 grand, you can buy the metals, right? You can, you can yeah. hold, own them and yeah. hold them and, and, yeah. and, you know. Yeah. We keep them in a depository, but I'm just saying that, that, you know, that's, that's some of the, the diversity that you have out there and we can, we'll, you know, we'll help with that stuff, but look at that. Look, look at all those types of things on our website. And there's a place where you can, you know, request a consult. All of our consults are free and you can bring in your uh, accountant, attorney, uh, spouse, whoever you use as an advisor. And we'll be glad to answer all their questions at one time. We don't want anybody doing anything, uh, you know, if they don't feel comfortable with it. And uh, we have a due diligence page right on our YCAM. I think uh, you see it there. Um, when when you when you pulled it up earlier under why count mm -hmm. and that answers yeah. a lot of the questions that people have said about due diligence so just you know check us out just like you would any other project but we've been been in business for 20 years and i think we're probably one of the best companies out there for service are you serving all 50 states <clears throat> we're serving all 50 states and we have some some uh uh citizens in uh 
overseas in the military, et cetera. Holy cow. This is great. Carl, this is awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Guys, check it, check out camaplan.com. That's C-A-M-A-P-L-A-N.com. Carl is the principal along with his sister, Maggie, and uh, the founder, of course, as well. Carl, uh, his last name is Fisher. If you want to look up Carl for any reason, it's C-A-R-L. And Fisher is spelled F-I-S-C-H-E-R. And uh, that's this has been an amazing episode. Carl, thank you so much for coming on. Any parting words that you can give the audience um, you know, on our way out here today? Um, I would just tell them to be thinking about subject twos. I think the economy is changing. I see foreclosures are, are picking up. So uh, you might be able to pick up some properties for just the uh, loan balance on them uh, moving forward here, I would assume in the next. And, you know, not only that, but if somebody's locked in below 4% and current, current, I think right now we're at 5.8, maybe even six, you know, subject to allows you to, you know, utilize those low rates. And I want to build on that. And, and, you know, 90% of loans are assumable. So even if the seller doesn't like the subject to aspect of it, you can assume the loan. Now you're going to have to qualify, of course, but you can assume the loan and 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 stay with the current rate, stay with the current amortization, and you know acquire that 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 piece of real estate or that asset that way as well too. So Carl, excellent advice, excellent advice, and man, you are a wealth of knowledge. It has been a pleasure getting to talk with you today and network with you. And I learned a few things and I know the audience learned a ton and uh, just really grateful to have you here today and, you know, really grateful for your time. So I just want to say thanks on behalf of, you know, not only myself, but the entire audience. Thank you so much for coming on the show and providing some value. And guys, if you are listening and you want to learn more, go to camaplan.com. You can book a call. They, they offer strategy sessions um, and, and phone consultations not only do they do IRAs, they do the self-directed IRAs, they do the health savings accounts, which are really, really cool tools as well. And uh, these guys are the K's. experts. They're the pros. Yep. 401ks as well. So 401ks too, all the above, man. This is great. Well, Carl, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, guys, don't forget, you can learn more. You can book a free consultation over at camaplan.com. That's C-A-M-A. P-L-A-N.com. Carl, one last question. Where'd you guys come up with the name? What's that mean? Um, we used to call it Central Area Mid-Atlantic because that was the region we focused on. But in reality... It's Acronym. The, yeah. But in reality, it's the first two initials of my name and Maggie's. Oh, there you go. I love it. Camaplan.com. A different way to invest. It's going to give you guys more control. It's going to give you more options. It's going to save you money. It's going to make you money. The fees are low and you're dealing with professionals that not only are, you know, in the finance industry, but are also real estate investors. So, I mean, it's a pretty good thing if you ask me. And you get to use your knowledge and your expertise. That's exactly right. What you know and understand, which I think think is key. A hundred percent. Well, Carl, thank you so much for coming on today. Guys, don't forget, check it out. They offer a lot of really, really good resources and tools. They even have a knowledge base over on their website where you can learn more. And uh, with that, we're going to be signing off, guys. Do, don't forget, though, you make your money when you buy. 
You get paid when you sell. So we got to make sure that we're buying deals and we're getting those discounted properties. And uh, with that, we'll be signing off. Carl, thanks again for coming on today. I'm looking forward to connecting with you further. Appreciate it, Dave. Have a good day. Thanks, Carl. Signing off, guys. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.